Good morning and a very warm welcome to our latest podcast for Manifield Church. And today's date is the 5th of August and we are really pleased that you have taken the time to join us and to take time to listen and reflect on our podcast today. Let us pray. Lord, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. You are the creator of the world and the creator of all of life. We thank you for what you have done for us and what you have given us. Lord, we thank you that you know us better than we know ourselves, all our thoughts and all our actions. You know us in the good that we do and you know us in the bad. And yet you love us. You're merciful and forgiving. Recognising that we are not comparable to you or to your son. We are weak and at times we make mistakes. Yet you hold none of this against us. Instead, you offer us a way out. You offer us forgiveness and mercy and the opportunity to change our ways and to do better, to live more as the people that you have created us to be in the potential that you have given us, made in your image. No matter where we go or what we do, your love encircles us ahead and behind, gently leading and guiding and blessing us. We praise you for this love, for your faithful and ongoing presence in our lives. May your spirit move in our hearts and minds as we reflect together in this midweek. Examine us as we reflect on how we live our lives, our attitudes and our actions. We lay bare before you as we confess in prayer and as we reflect on the word that is given to us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Helen Keller will be a name that no doubt many are familiar with. A quote that... Um, I came across recently is this. I was a phantom, robbed as an infant of my sight and hearing. I lived like a creature of the deepest ocean waters, feeling my way through a world without light or sound and only vaguely aware of the concept of light or even of my own existence. Until I was seven years old, I was like a ship at sea in a dense fog, groping my way to shore. Only I was a ship without a compass or sounding line, and I had no way of knowing how near the harbour was. Then, one day, the most important day that I can remember in all my life, the woman who would guide me to shore, my teacher, who, who would reveal all things to me, came to me. Helen Keller was Anne Sullivan's first and only student. But there was a time during that relationship that Helen was completely resistant to the care that Anne was trying to provide and communicate. 
It took a while before Helen settled in to her place within this relationship. As we can see from that opening quote, ultimately Helen would very much appreciate uh, all that Anne, the teacher, did for her. But at the beginning, it was a, a difficult relationship. Even though we can confess that God cares for us, and I think most of us would uh, affirm and be able to say that that holds true for us today, sometimes we wonder about the extent of that care, the breadth of care, the possibility of care. The Psalms are a poetic and honest glimpse of every type of human emotion directed towards God. The praise and celebration, the confidence, and but also at the same time the, the questioning. Yes, there are expressions of love, of faith, of joy, of gladness, but there are also expressions of agony, of fear, of grief and much more. All of them contained in this wonderful emotional book that we now know as the Book of Psalms. All those feelings contained in the pages of the Bible that, that hold these psalms, these precious windows into human emotion and faith. It's as though we get to open somebody's diary or journal and share their experiences and learn from them. And in the psalms, we can both find things that challenge us and drive us, but also much that is a comfort to us. Psalm 139 may be the most intimate and expressive of all the psalms. Now, it's quite a long psalm. There are 24 verses, so I'm not going to read out all the, the verses uh, in the reflection at the moment. I'm going to read um, the first uh, seven verses and then the last two verses. But I do suggest that as you listen to this podcast, you maybe just quite pause here and quickly go and get your Bible and have the, the psalm open as we reflect together on it. But here are the words from the first seven verses of Psalm 139, reading from the New Revised Standard Version. It's a psalm of David. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest when I sit down and when I rise up. Thou discernest my thoughts from afar. Thou searchest out my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou dost beset me behind and before, and layest thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I free from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in shale, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there thy hand shall lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. That actually was uh, taking it through to verse 10. Uh, I was getting carried away a wee bit there with the, the quality of the words. But here are also the, the last uh, couple of verses, uh, verse 23 and verse 24. 
Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. You probably also have realised that, that wasn't the new Revised Standard Version. That was actually the Revised Standard Version. Um, I obviously picked up the wrong Bible, but sometimes when these kind of things happen to me, I just kind of put it down to the fact that God maybe wanted me to read a, a, a slightly older text, a slightly older uh, type of and style of language. Um, it certainly makes us think when we um, hear the, the kind of familiar words of certain Psalms or, or indeed any reading from the Bible in a slightly older language. As we look at God's care and character, in this Psalm 139, we are reminded that difficulty and distress in our life does not mean to the psalmist that God's care is not present. It might feel like that in the immediacy of a particular situation, but as the psalmist has come to reflect and comes to kind of share that, that story with us, it's clear that the writer, the, the speaker in looking back, is able to take a, a broad look at the experiences of life and recognises that God is still present, even in the challenging times. There are three powerful expressions of God's care that we could point to that come through this written prayer. The first seven verses essentially say that God knows us. The opening verse declares with wonder the extent of God's knowledge of the psalmist in this case, but of all of us. It's a knowledge that is past and present. God knows everything that's happened to us, everything that is happening to us. And God recognises that even although we can't predict the future, God knows that, that, that sometimes anybody's future will have challenge in it. You might notice how David uses extremity of thought and language to emphasise the nature of God as one beloved and caring versus a cold and distant God. Look at the extremes, heaven and shale, the underworld. He talks about the physical extremes of our world and then there are the extremes of time. The first day, the last day, for instance. In David's world, he's trying to use the limits of his understanding to say how much God knows us, how, God, how much God knew us in the past, how much he knows of us in the present. Past and present, the breadth of God's care and protection and presence in our lives. God is involved and committed to us. He desires that we know him intimately. What is intimacy? Well, we know it as the state of being close. It involves a, a deep, honest, genuine sharing with one another. It involves a, a deep breadth of sharing. I wonder if you think of your relationship with God as one built on intimacy. God knows us deeply, an expression of his care. The second aspect that we might want to look at is how God holds us. 
after the beginning comes a, a rhetorical question. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? And the psalmist concludes that there is no place that God is not. The farthest stretch of the universe. There's no place that God will not hold or be able to hold our hand. The Apostle Paul writes a long time later, again very familiar words, some of my most favourite from the, the New Testament in fact. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, whatever may happen to us, God is with us. Psalm 139 reminds us that God knows us, that God holds us. And then the, the psalmist goes on to speak about how God leads us. And that's the, the third aspect that I mentioned today. The psalm ends as it begins. He says, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And at the very end, he says, search me, O God, and know me even more. Test my anxious thoughts. The prayer intensifies as it goes on. In other words, the psalmist is saying, God, since you know me so well, since you hold me so much, then lead me. Lead me in the way you want me to go. Lead me because you are transforming me from within. I think David here is expressing one of the healthiest spiritual thoughts that any human being could ever express. He's inviting correction. He's saying, well, you know me and you hold me. I, I therefore submit to you. I, I, I know I'm weak. I know I make mistakes. I invite correction. The psalmist is saying that a person of faith who recognises that God knows me, that God holds me, will, will also rec have that openness to change, to be changed by God, put in full trust in that God. So David says, God, please search me and let me see myself for what I really am. And don't let me kid myself about who I am. It's a bold and scary conclusion, but it's based on the belief that God's adjustments will be for our good, for, for any person's good. We started with Helen Keller. A quote recorded from her memoirs reads, My teacher believed in me, and I have resolved not to betray her faith. Conscious of her always, I have sought for new ways to give life and get more life to men and women whom darkness, silence, sickness and sorrow are wearying away. And at times, it seems my teacher who touched my night to flame is still about her work, using me to kindle other fires for good. As beautiful as that relationship was between Helen Keller and her teacher Anne Sullivan, I think it pales in comparison to the Relationship that we have with God through Jesus Christ. Psalm 139 reminds us of the God who cares, the God who knows us, and the God who holds us, and the God who can lead us. I don't know about you, but 
at the start of, of a day, what assurance more do we need than what we are hearing and picking up from Psalm 139? Maybe you, like me, need to hear, need to be reminded that God is with me, that God cares so much about me, that he is he has been with me in the past, he is with me now and he will be with me in the future. That he feels for me, he's not just there, but he, he's intimately involved with me and what I'm going through in life. He, he feels what I feel, he, he, he shields me from so much and also that I am giving myself to a God who, who promises to take my weakness and make something of me, to take my potential and bring it to fulfilment. He seeks that we follow the path that he lays before us, and if we let him, he will lead us to it. Amen. Join me in prayer. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we give deep thanks to you for the fact that you know us, that you are with us, and that you promise to lead us. We thank you for that assurance and we ask that it will drive us forward today and tomorrow and the next day as we use our faith, trusting you to direct our words and our actions in our daily living. Lord, we pray for those people who feel so alone in the world, those who feel that they are on a, a stormy sea and they have no compass even to direct them. For whatever reason, be it the loss of a job or the addictions that hold them or the loneliness and grief that weigh heavy on their hearts, whatever the reason, we realise that for many in the world, life is not easy. And that sense of being alone in these times runs very deep. We pray for them and we pray that there will be people in their lives who will offer help, who will offer comfort, who will offer guidance. And we also pray that all people will be able to find a way to have a sense of your presence with them in all of life. Lord, this week, many young people in Scotland have received their exam results in a very different situation from normal. No exams sat a couple of months ago, but relying on the quality of their work and the, the view of, of teachers who have put forward expected results to the Scottish Examination Board and for the way that that board have moderated the results across the whole country, seeking to be fair to everyone. So Lord, we pray for those who are celebrating today after receiving good and expected results yesterday. Results that open the doorway to exciting futures. But we also pray for those who didn't get what they expected to get or indeed hoped to get and who are now no doubt currently trying to look for a path to take for their future. In these uncertain times of uh, the employment market and education, we pray for all our young people at this time. We also recognise that teachers carry an extra burden because perhaps more than ever 
they realise that it is their predictions that have led to the results that young people have obtained. And so some, some teachers might be feeling that weighing very heavy on them, that responsibility of predicting grades, a very different scenario from the usual experience of teachers. Lord, in our society, we need the enthusiasm, the vigour, the confidence and boldness of young people. They are a, a wonderful group of people. And we hope that as we have learned today of your presence with us and with all people in life, that these young people will find that no matter the challenges that will be faced in life, that you are there for them and that you are offering to lead young people, like all people, towards a, a destiny that is of your creating, where all human potential is realised. And Lord, we acknowledge today that every single young person has potential. Lord, we offer our prayers today for our families, for our society, and for the world we live in. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for this podcast. Now, we do have a hope that next Wednesday, in addition to our usual podcast, that we will actually be holding a, a physical service in our sanctuary. Now, this is dependent on a lot of things. A lot of work has already taken place by a group within our church who are seeking to make our premises COVID safe. We have to submit a risk assessment to the Presbytery of Aberdeen uh, and wait for the, the green light to uh, go ahead. But at, at this stage, it is our hope that there will be a physical service taking place next Wednesday in our church. Now, obviously, the numbers uh, under the guidance of the Scottish Government and the Church of Scotland are limited uh, to what we can safely accommodate in our buildings. And the, the procedure for arrival for what we do in the service and for departure are all very strict and stringent. So what we will need to do uh, over the course of this week if we're going to go ahead with the service is communicate uh, instruction and uh, in, indeed a, an invitation for those who would like to join in this physical service, uh, hopefully uh, Wednesday the, the 12th of August. So please keep an, an eye out for uh, emails that will go to the congregation and indeed maybe messages on Facebook. It might be that you need to pre-register uh, to say that you would like to attend um, so that we can uh, manage the, the numbers. So we'll, we'll do our very, very best to keep everybody informed uh, during the, the course of this week. Uh, so keep an eye out for Facebook messages and for emails uh, coming from the church that will explain how you can request uh, to be able to attend uh, a service. Um, at this stage, I can't uh, completely confirm that it's taking place, um, but we are hopeful that we'll have everything in place and we'll have the green light uh, to go ahead with this. But nonetheless, there will be a podcast of the service available in all the usual places. Uh, God bless and thank you for listening today.